Good afternoon, evening, and morning, wherever you are. Welcome to the third episode of the Everycast. We have relocated to a new basement. <laughs> the new basement. <laughs> uh, due to um, some foreseen circumstances. As Every- mentioned in the last episode. Yes. The birth of uh, Alicia Faiz Ashifaz again. Yes. Congratulations wanna... to the proud parents. Yes, we didn't want to disturb them. But uh, funnily enough, we were <laughs> kind of hanging around outside the door to the normal basement. And it turns out they weren't there, but we still relocated anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. And embarrassing. <laughs> to a certain degree, even though no one witnessed it. Two awkward guys. Yeah, standing outside. We are we are very awkward. Yeah. And uh, I want to say socially awkward. But we could be awkward. Just, just awkward. <laughs> we awkward guys. <laughs> it's a, it's a quirk. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, for this episode, go, going straight into it. He's so embarrassed. He just needs to get, like, get it out of the way. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Okay, sorry. Like, go, go on, go on. No, no. Yeah. Okay, so this episode, history, as we know it, or alternate diff- history as we don't know it. <laughs> Good one, good one. <laughs> yes, continue. Go on. So, there are certain points in history, uh, big ones, small ones, whatever, middle middle ground ones, I guess you could say. Middle ground um, ones. <laughs> Mild events in history that we don't, we completely disregard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, so, those points in history where they were turning points. They were significant events, or otherwise, that were influential in um, bringing, about, bringing about the modern day uh, as we know it. But what if those events had their outcomes slightly changed? That is a question for you. That is a question for us. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? What do I think? I think, uh, you know, the meme... Oh, hold on. Aliens. I just realized what? we forgot to introduce ourselves in this episode. Oh, it's okay. It's the third episode. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I think everyone should know us by now. Okay, okay. <laughs> Somewhat. But just in case you forgot, I'm Waleed. And I'm Obeyed. We are, and we are both co-hosts of the Everycast. Ooh. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> yes. yes, as I was saying. It's insane, yeah. Yes. Aliens. Yeah, yeah it was an interesting topic. Um, to Kelly Lee. Who? Sorry. Who? Sorry? To Kelly Lee. Oh, like oh, I'm like, I'm, you I'm know sorry. what I heard? I'm like, Kelly Lee. I'm like, who is Kelly Lee? Oh. <laughs> but yes, I got that. Yes, yes. Tekelili. Sorry, I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> to Kelly I'm Lee. Sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry. Why, is, why are we addressing to Kelly Lee? Who's Kelly Lee? <laughs> <laughs> to all the Lovecraft fans out there, uh, you get that reference. Yes, yeah, Lovecraft. To everybody uh, else. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, I don't know about that. Just uh, disregard that. <laughs> Lovecraft quote. Uh, yeah, but um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> aliens. Aliens, yeah. yes. Ancient aliens. But Yeah, we were, interestingly enough, uh, I think our topic was going to be the millennial issue. Uh, we had a good discussion about that. Which but, was quite interesting. I had a few points. Yes, on it was interesting. I had a lot of points, too. Yeah. Um, it would have been a pretty good discussion to have. Um uh, controversial, kind of. Yeah. And then um, we went 
back and forth between a lot of topics. Yeah, yeah like, we did. And then, and then... You wanted to go back to Disney at one point. <laughs> I was like... The lost episode The lost episode, yeah. We will be doing that one day, don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, um, so what happened was, uh, I was watching a really interesting YouTube channel. Um, the guy's name is Baz Battles. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of him. I actually haven't. He's uh, so he's a uh, he's a YouTuber that covers all these major battles that have taken place oh. throughout history. So I was watching one of his Alexander the Great series, and I just had this thought: like, what if this, the battle, the outcome of the battle, was different? What would have happened? And I thought, hey, that would be a really good discussion to have over the podcast. So then I suggested it to you, and now here we are. Yeah. So, I, oh, sorry. Sorry. To be honest, uh, I didn't actually know what topic we were doing until Thursday. <laughs> Late night. So, I thought I thought I thought I told you we were doing this. I, no? I mean, yeah, you did, but, but we, uh, uh, you thought it was undecided. Still. I was still. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I literally made these notes on my commute. <laughs> I was so undecided. I'm sorry, if I sound unprepared. That's fine. We are sort of a spontaneous podcast, anyway. But yeah, why don't we get right into it? Uh, so, we have a list of points, and you have pulled up the alternate history subreddit. That's right, the alternate history subreddit. So, I'm just going to browse some points here. Uh, feel free to chime in. Hmm. Just just pick a random one and Let's shoot. See. Yeah, sure. Oh, you know um, what? That I have the perfect one, actually. Oh, okay, start. sure. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, because... Because this was influenced, well, my decision to sort of suggest this topic was influenced by Alexander the Great. Oh, right. My, my first, my first um, point I had was, what if Alexander the Great doesn't die young? Ooh. Interesting, right? Because, Ooh, wow. as we all know, Alexander died of, I think, uh, it's, it's a very contested topic. He was either poisoned or he just died a natural death of something. Ooh, that would right. be... Right? And the thing about Alexander was, he never lost the battle, right? And he right. was just cutting through everyone. Like, he beat the Persians, Yeah. and he went east to India. He beat the Indians in one battle, and the reason he turned back, <laughs> this is really funny, is because his troops were homesick. <laughs> They're like, can we go home? We don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> okay, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> This guy is on en route to conquer the world, and his troops is like, I, we can't do this anymore. We want to go home. We want to see the wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you go that far out, it's kind of reasonable, but still. What if, yeah. right? What if? What if they didn't get home? What if they didn't get home? <laughs> That's another topic to ask. India, as we know it, would change. Yes, as we know, like Alexander had a huge influence on the world. I mean, the guy controlled. Greece, Persia, Persia, parts of the Middle East, oh yeah, right, Egypt, North Africa, stuff like that, and like a lot of history books, um, history books, sorry, like pieces of history, um, by scholars at the time, they wrote all about him in various languages, like this guy, how amazing of a person. I don't say amazing of a person because you know, um, everyone has their opinions, and I'm, I'm fairly certain. Um, scholars of countries he conquered um, did not see him in a very positive light, some of them. 
Yeah. But he did have a huge influence on the world. I mean, look at the way the Romans... I know, I think it was Julius Caesar that really admired um, Alexander. Alexander. Like, he, this guy basically conquered the world at the age of 30. The, the known civilized world. Yeah. So, what happens? Alexander doesn't die young. How far does he go? China? Maybe. <laughs> Interesting, right? Because... If you think about it, even going back to the Islamic times, the year, there's a quote by the Prophet, uh, peace be upon him, uh, uh, seek knowledge, even if you have to go as far as, as, China. Far as China. In Alexander's so, case. Alexander, in, in Alexander's case, uh, China was like still the primary goal for a lot of civilizations. Right. And I think he would actually push as far uh, as China and yeah it's bounded by the Himalayan mountains but I think he would have overcome that boundary somehow somehow yeah. because yes uh, as we as we do know Alexander the Great never lost a battle or so we are told yeah uh, right and you know he goes to China he conquers China let's say that does he go like what what at the time the modern civilized world was Greece, Persia, India, China. I don't think the rest of the world was like, you know... I mean, I don't want to say civilized. Well, I don't call them barbarians. Let's call it the Dark Ages. The Dark Ages, right? The rest of the world was sort of in the Dark Ages, quotations. Yeah. Right. And, you know... For uh, all those AOE fans. (laughs) Dark Age to Feudal Age. (laughs) Fast Castle, right? <laughs> okay, jokes aside, right? So, because you know, Alexander doesn't die at the age of 30, which means his succession becomes a little clearer, right? Yeah. Because um, when he died, his wife was pregnant with his son, and the his generals, Alexander's generals and his really close friends... Yeah. They sort of carved up the empire after Alexander died because they're like, oh, his wife is pregnant with his son. We don't know if it's his kid or we don't know if it's going to be a girl. Because as we know, the world was kind of biased towards women at the time. And if it was born a girl, like she, oh, sorry, she doesn't get the empire. So Alexander lives longer, past 30, which probably means his succession is more clear, which means his son would inherit his empire after him, I would, ass- I would have to assume. And we get a continuation of the... You don't have internet, do you? No. I, I, forgot, I, I forgot the name of the dynasty. Um, I have it on my of. phone, if you want. Uh, it's okay. It's a minor point. So the, we have the, this continuation of the um, Alexander's dynasty. Um, uh, please, if you do have the name, comment on this and remind me. <coughs> um, Alexander's dynasty... It's it's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to look it up. One second. Oh, he's gonna look it up anyway. But <laughs> yeah, cause his his dad, his father, uh, Philip, I think it was. He was a pretty great ruler too. The guy. Agiad. 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 How do you pronounce that? We completely betrayed the Greek here. I'm sorry to all the Macedonians. No, sorry, Macedonians. Who do not? Cause some of them do not consider themselves Greek. But yeah. Alexander's succession is clear, and we get a continuation of the uh, that dynasty. I'm not going to attempt to even say the word. <laughs> Ar- Argiad? 
Argeid? But let's just call it Alexander's Dynasty. <laughs> the Macedonian us. Dynasty, how about that? Yeah. We'll call it that. Let's call it that. Yeah. And so that continues on. Um, I don't know how stable it would be after that. I mean, because let's think about it. He has Greece. He has Persia. He has India. He has, let's throw in China too. That is bigger than the Roman Empire at its peak? Yes. Territorial-wise? Uh, comparing the Roman Empire, the Roman Empire was Gaul to about Constantinople? Pretty much. It was it was England too, right? No. Yeah. They were there in England. No, no. Yeah, they were. The Lon- London is L- Londinium. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> they were there too. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright. Yeah, they were, they, were in, they were in England. Um, That's the early Roman Empire then. Uh, not very early. Oh, okay. I mean, like, their expansion outward, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would okay. be early. <laughs> it would be early Roman Empire. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's bigger than the Roman Empire at its peak? I would think so. Like, Africa to China. Essentially. Yeah, we'd have, we'd have we'd have to look at look look at a map. Either way, oh, it's on. it's I'll pull up a map. oh either way it's it's really big, right? Yeah. And stability wise, I don't know how long it would have lasted, um, because you know you have your succession problems back then, your political assassinations. And don't forget, um, sorry, what's the word? What's the word? You know when. You conquer a certain duchy, and then those duchies revolt. Rebellion. Rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We all forget words sometimes. Okay. Rebellion, okay. right? Yeah. Brain fart. <laughs> yeah, and and we do know from what history we do have that uh, did occur that his his generals were pretty greedy and ambitious, and they did carve up his empire for themselves. And fought amongst themselves for control of parts of it. So I don't know how stable it would have been. Not immediately. Like, say Alexander lives and to an old age. And his son takes over. Yeah. Uh, so maybe like a couple of years after his son. Well, not even a couple of years. Like three generations or so after his son. How stable would it be? How good would the ruler of... Alexander's dynasty. I'm not, again. I'm not going to try to say the name. <laughs> How good would they be, right? Because it's really interesting. Because you would get the spread of, say, you know, Macedonian culture, Greek culture across the entire, you know, that right that swath of territory. India, China. You would have Greek influences there. You would have. I'm pretty sure Alexander would have, you know, put up cities like he did. You know, in Egypt, Alexandria. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would have a couple more. He would have, like, uh, Alexanderstad in in India or something. (laughs) No, no, it it would probably be, like, um... Alexanderopolis? Iskander. Iskander? I don't know. Something... Something something that would be, you know... Fitting, right, yeah. Fitting for the language. language, right, right, right. And then you'd have, like, in China, you'd have, like... Not even going to try to say it. I'm not going to <laughs> You'd probably have, like, Baghdad would probably be a huge metropolis for his empire. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, Alexandria was pretty big. It was yeah. pretty big, right? It is big. It today, is big. To, to this day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to... 
<laughs> as cool as it is to talk about this, I don't want us to spend too much time on one point. Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, so... Oh, yeah, you, you go next with your point. I actually have a pretty good one, actually. Oh, and, and, and we should say, sorry to interrupt, we should say that um, we could go in chronological order, but we aren't. We're kind of just, like, yeah, shooting so points here. We're, we're going, like, jumping through history here. Sorry for all the history nerds. <laughs> no chronological order. Okay, shoot. All right. So this is a very controversial one. Mm-hmm. The Battle of Tours. Delete Charles Motel. Oh. <laughs> Age of Empires fans. We got, we got you. You know, so, you know, sorry, a bit of a digression. No, no I'm not going to say it. No, no, no. I, just don't, go on, go on, go on. No, no, go on. No, go on, go on. Go okay, on. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, the outcome of the Battle of Tours. As we know, Charles Motel, the, uh, the founder of the uh, Magna Carta. Yes. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. He's the one that pushed the Muslims back. Yeah. Okay. And united um, all the Christians to sort of push the Muslims back mm. into Africa. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't successful, would the entire dynamic of Europe change? Would Europe be conquered by Muslims? You just triggered a whole bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, that, that was intentional. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good it's a good point. It's a very good point. Um, would he have conquered? Yeah. Let, okay, let's let's not let's start with look not all of Europe. Let's say France. Let's let's go with Fra- France history. first. Yeah, some background history here. Mm. So, Islam was relatively new. Uh, the Prophet, peace be upon him, had um, upon died him. about less than a hundred years. Oh yeah, yeah, it was pretty recent, right after. So they had spread pretty rapidly, mm. and that fervor was still like so strong that they felt they could spread the religion quickly and they wanted to do it quickly Mm. and so some people say that maybe they grew too fast and that's why they lost the battle but had they focused on expansion while sort of preserving the I don't know the the conquered areas Mm. I don't know maybe they would have succeeded and Adding to that point, they'd gone as far as Poitiers before yeah. the Battle of Tours, and Tours was like the standing, the the the, uh, the last the last defense. stand for the French, right? Because if Tours fell, the next that was like the wall between Paris. Yeah, and if Paris oh, if they got to Paris, I would guarantee that. I would actually guarantee that Muslims would actually unite from maybe both fronts and sort of sandwich them in the middle. Because Paris was... I don't know, if you look at the it's, history... You know what I just realized? Yeah. Um, okay, let, let's say... let's say. Um, I mean, the history of Europe was also Italy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's say, let's say um, the Muslims take France. France yeah. is now um, Al Al Francia. <laughs> Francia. Yeah, Al Francia, sorry. right? <laughs> well, France now Al Francia. Um, the other European kingdoms would be <laughs> freaking out, right? They, they would... would definitely freak out. Right. And this is adding to my other point. Um, 
would the Holy Roman Empire change their focus from Constantinople and attempt to like shore up defense on the western border? On the western border, because that's where the Muslims are coming up from, right? Yeah, exactly. They they weren't coming from Constantinople. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> I think they would have, um, because you know yeah, the Muslims take France. Yeah, well, France. Yeah, now, right? <laughs> the Muslims take France. Um, as we know, France is pretty important you know kingdom oh. in european history like it is the land of knights the land of chivalry you know yeah and seeing it fall to these you know these heathen muslims <laughs> right coming out of the desert that would really spark a fire i think in the, yeah, the christian kingdoms and you would have like say i don't know the anti-muslim the anti-mohammedan league form against them and oh maybe maybe it sparks a new crusade to retake france i think i think that's what would happen oh i think so crusade for france you don't you don't have the crusade for the holy land you have the crusade for france they would actually maybe forget about the holy land yeah Yeah. france france comes first right (laughs) because if you think about it the only reason they went for the holy land was because they were so strong in europe Mm, and they wanted jerusalem because that was the birthplace of christianity But I actually think that the Germanic Empire, the Lutherans, um, the Orthodox in Russia, like the Hun- the Hunnic Empire. Um, I don't know if I'm. I'm sorry if I my history is like lacking because I said Hunnic and not Magyar. It's all right. It's all but, right. Uh, we're we're we don't claim to be um, expert historians. We're just two guys interested in uh, talking about this stuff, right? Yeah. And also, the Anglo-Saxon history, the Latin history, and the Scandinavian history, I think they would all band together. For sure. For and sure. 100%. At that point, I think Scandinavia was actually very Christian. Pretty much, right? Uh, I'm not too sure. Well, sort of. I, I think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I mean, you have the Christian kingdoms. Yeah. This this was long after the Vikings, I think. Yeah. Again, forgive us. We're not. We're not. I mean, we like history, but we're not history buffs. Yeah. <laughs> How and, yeah, I think they would definitely. I yeah, I think so. They the Christians band together, but I I I don't know how long the Muslims would stay. In, like what I'm trying to say is, how long would they be able to stay in France so yeah. that they would have sort of a cultural impact, you know, yeah. build masjids, you know, build their buildings. Because if you look at Spain, Cordoba. Yeah, they were there, they were there for, for like a thousand years. A thousand years, yeah. yeah. They, that, and you, the influence in Spanish architecture today can be traced to, like, you know. Andalusia. Yeah, yep. But seeing, you know, France fall, I think that would trigger quite the... <laughs> yeah. quite the big crusade there <laughs> uh, you never know I mean you get to look at both sides you know maybe what if and also this goes into another point ahead how would the rest of the world react hmm. would you have Mongols or the Chinese or the Indians coming to assist the Muslims uh, Seeing, historically uh, they weren't really I mean, everyone was kind of on their own. They were very isolated. Yeah, they're like, back then it was very like split into like religious groups, like 
we, they, we don't interact with you except for war kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, like your religious, religious identity was your political identity kind of back then. Yeah. Right. Uh, trade wise, I think they were quite open, but yeah. other than that, it the was Silk like, Road. Yeah. Other than that, it was like, I don't. That's know. another point actually that I just got right now. The Silk Road. Does it? The Muslims eat? actually had the most access to it. So, do you think maybe that could fuel their conquest and sort of, you know, push further into, like, maybe Germany? I'm sure they would have tried. They definitely would have tried. I mean, like you said, the fervor was there. They were like, let's, you know, feast the law kind of thing. Exactly. (laughs) Gotta go. By the sword, by the sword, Jihad. Jihad, yeah. (laughs) And to be honest, that was, in my opinion, that was the true Jihad. In the like the sp- the Spanish, you know the whole pushing into Europe, trying to. That's like, yeah. I, it's kind of a debatable point yeah. as to whether they should have acted in a violent manner. Well, it, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, really, I, we can't really judge. We can't really judge by that. Yeah, you know their exactly. their standards back in the day, right? Um, everyone was waging war, so yeah, it was it was, it was not yeah. just the Muslims. <laughs> it was like yeah. conquer, conquer or be conquered. Conquer or be conquered. Was, exactly. It's not like today where you know you have oil. You know, so, you know. <laughs> I, I just remember the Gordon Ramsay meme. It's like this plate is so much oil the U.S. wants to invade. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, Fra- Muslims take Fra- El Francia. We have, I want to say, a, a crusade. Or at the, at the very least, an anti-Muslim league formed. Also. Yes. Britain. Britain will be very... Well, England will be very involved oh, yeah. in it. Because, you know, they're right there. Yeah. And I think they would put aside their differences with the Scottish. And they'd go try and take back Take France. back. Oh, take Francia. back France. <laughs> oh, France, yeah. <laughs> but you know what's interesting? I, I don't... I don't think it would all be um, purely religious reasons. I'm, I'm sure rulers would have their own motivations behind it. Because think about it, you know, whoever is seen as the hero who defeats the Muslims, drives them back from this newly conquered El Francia, gets to be king of France, right? And that's how actually, like, if you see the history. Charles Martel actually becomes king. Charlemagne. Yep. The, um, the Carol, how do you, how do you say it? The Carolinian dynasty? Yeah. Is him? Carolinian, yeah. I think it's Carolinian. Yeah. I could be totally wrong. Carol- <laughs> Someone, Carolinian? some history <laughs> buff is like pulling out there like, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, correct me. I am open to being corrected. About Let that. me just, Carolinian. And, but while you're correcting that, I will try to move on to the next point I have. This is sort of jumping back in okay. time. Sorry. <laughs> Again, no chronological order. Um, so it's actually on a sort of a similar note yeah. to Alexander the Great doesn't die young. So, as we know, the Greeks and Persians, they fought a very big war. You know, the Greco-Persian oh, yes. Persian Wars. You know, that's... 300. Three, 300, right? Thermopylae. <laughs> and uh, I forgot the other one. I think it was Salamis. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yes. Something like that. I believe right? so. 
So my point was Persia wins the Greco-Persian Wars. Carolinian, you're right. Carolinian, yes! Score! <laughs> I was right. <laughs> the history buffs are actually applauding you this time. Yes. <laughs> got it right, got it right. But yeah, Persia wins the Greco-Persian Wars. As we know, that was a very uh, big point in history because I know a lot of people see it as, uh, you know, the Greeks are sort of this. That, they're not entirely democratic, but I, I know some people. I, I've met them in university. I, I, I actually talked to someone, one of my uh, classmates in uni, right. about this. He's like, I remember him saying, like, that's, that's when democracy was saved. <laughs> are we talking about the... Dynasty of Darius or Koresh uh, or Cyrus. Uh, the the Persian king at the time, I think it was his name was Xerxes. Xerxes, right? Okay. So his son, Darius's son. Yes, Xerxes. Yes, yes, yes. That's that was the Persian king. Yeah. And so, Persia defeats Greek, Greek defeats Greece in the Greco-Persian Wars. Yeah. How does I think this is a pretty big one because oh. when you when you think about it when you think about it, how big of an impact Greece had on the rest of the world like classical Greek culture history. and literature and history, it's everywhere. The Romans loved it, we love it today. The Europeans the loved it. You know, even the even the medieval Europeans loved it. It, it was seen as something like. Hey, anybody who's been to the Royal Ontario Museum knows about the Greek exhibit and the Greek <laughs> exhibit yeah so Greek Greek art Greek culture Greek literature it's huge right yeah but what happens if the Persians come in and essentially erase that is Greece is Persian culture now seen as high culture <laughs> right is Zoroastrianism the dominant religion the dominant religion in Greece uh yeah I would have to say I mean if they win yeah. Yeah. They're. I mean, they're gonna like. Hey, we're imp- implementing our own rules now. And instead of Greek mythology, we have Persian, Zoroaster, and right. Persian mythology. Persian mythology. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, actually. It would it's, be it's really, really cool. Think about it. Yeah. So I mean, Persian culture sort of replaces Greek as the high culture. Like the classical culture is no longer Greece. The classical culture is Persian. And it's interesting because how would the Roman Empire look? Because as we know, the Romans like they essentially copied <laughs> the Greeks oh, yeah. basically in a lot of, in a lot of aspects. Yeah. Would the, would the Persian Empire the Persian Empire sorry the would the Roman Empire have a more Persian, Persian aesthetic Empire. to it? That'd be pretty interesting to think about, right? Yeah. Mm. Would they are the all their architecture and everything would would be different? Did change right? And you know the high culture of Europe. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't want to say it would completely change it, because I mean, Greek culture didn't. They didn't adopt it. If right, they just sort of like they saw it as something that was like you know. If you think about it, it's kind of similar to what happened to Andalusia mm. just moments ago. They were there were aspects that were brought in, rather than the whole culture just taking over. Yeah, they didn't really force anybody to subjugate they sort of allowed them to uh, live in peace and uh, sort of they just adopted changes into the culture so I think similarly 
Persia would do the same thing. I don't know. Dude, like Xerxes, Xerxes. I don't know about that. Because, uh, yeah, Xerxes was uh, pretty brutal. I'm pretty sure they were hell-bent on enslaving the Greeks. Yeah. That was that was the whole, like, I, I, I'm, like, someone correct me. I, I'm pretty sure the whole, like, premise of the Greco-Persian War was like, Persia's like, we're going to take your land and we're going to enslave you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, I'm not entirely yeah. sure about that one. <laughs> but yeah, you I mean you could talk about it, like they'll discuss it as an alternate point of history. Like, do are, do the Persians come in as benevolent, benevolent uh, rulers, but benevolent dictators, <laughs> benevolent dictators. <laughs> Going back to the last episode. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I want to say that like the main the main thing about the Persians sort of winning the Greco Persian Wars would be that cultural aspect of it. Yeah. For sure. I, I admittedly I'm not too well versed in ancient Persian culture to comment on how sort of the course of democracy would have um, went on because Persia was an absolute monarchy oh yeah Greek Greece I keep saying Greek instead of Greece Greece we're, had we're their back to next, last episode yeah the birthplace of uh... democracy is Greece but at the time it it's interesting because it's like they had the Greeks had their city states right yeah you know, like Athens and Sparta and Thebes and all all of them and they had their kings and they also had they had democracy too uh, yeah. in some places I could be confusing the dates actually I'm not sure if democracy really took flight after the Greco Persian Wars but yeah. then again but then again. Do the Persians, like, if the Persians take Greece, does democracy get a chance to really take flight? Going back to last episode, eh? Yes. Linking. <laughs> That's actually a good point, because, um, I don't know. I don't think it does. I don't think it does, yeah. Because Persian culture is so different. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, the religion is so different, the culture is so different. I mean, Persia... Did Persian Immortals. Persian Immortals. He's writing a book. No, oh, you have to say it. <laughs> Sorry, sip of water. I'm really thirsty right now. But yeah, I don't. I don't think democracy gets its chance to really take flight because the Persians would come in, and yeah, we know how brutal the world was back then, and the whole the whole um idea of uh, Persia invading Greece was to enslave and, you know, take over. You know, we're going to destroy your culture. We're going to destroy your gods. Here comes in Zoroastrianism, right? Oh, yeah. You'll you'll have to bow to Xerxes, right? So, I don't think democracy gets a chance. Yeah, I don't think so as well. <laughs> How's that? It's, yeah, that, that's a really big event. Yeah. If pressure takes Greece, because, again... I think about it, at the same time... Going back to the Muslim expansion to Europe, mm. that was about the same time that the Muslims were expanding out into Persia, sort of. I don't know. Or were was they? it? I, I'm. Well, let me double check. <laughs> double checking, fact checking, just to be sure. Oh wait, no, no. Scratch that. Scratch that. I think That's... they went into Persia before. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. Persia was sort of subdued. I think, not subdued, subdued. Fact checking again. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely BC. BC, yeah. The 
I mean, the the Greco-Persian Wars are ancient, ancient. Yeah. Well, not ancient, 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 but you know, it's it takes place well before any of the Muslim yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, way before. <laughs> way before even the Christian stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because these are like pagan. Yeah. Pagan religions, right? Um, do you wanna say anything else about that, or do you wanna sort of move on? Because I know, I know, <laughs> we sort of stick to one point because we're so interested let's, in it. Let's try and move on. All right. I think. I'm just looking at the alternative subreddit, alternate history subreddit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is actually. I mean, some of these are. Just scrolling through it. Yeah. Ooh. By the Ooh. way, we we fully endorse Reddit because we love it so much. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Reddit, uh, the front page of the internet. <laughs> wow. Sponsor. <laughs> Do you hear that, Reddit? Where's our money? <laughs> See anything interesting? Oh, this is interesting. So we're going to... Now jumping ahead. Mm-hmm. Far ahead. Far, far ahead? To 20th century. Okay. World War One. Sweet. I love World War One. Here we go. What if it, Italian claims after World War One had been enforced? What were the Italian claims after World War One? I I, so, I I say I love World War One, but I'm not too familiar with this. According to this, um, the Italians had been betrayed by the French and British after World War One, only receiving Trieste, South Tyrol, Gaza, and Rhode Islands when they should have received large parts of the Iberian coast, the area around Monaco from France, and Italia in Turkey and to a certain extent some colonial territories in addition to those provinces. However, the French and the British had not given them this, and instead of giving these lands to Serbia in Turkey, these claims had not been enforced, along with Greece's claims and France's claims, leading to no territory received. This had sparked immense hatred toward the Western democracies and had been one of the main causes to to the fascist takeover. Ah, interesting. I actually never knew, never knew that. I, I didn't know that idea. Wow. Because, like, well, when you read about World War One, like, no offense to the, <laughs> to the yeah, Italians, Italy. Italy, I mean, the, it kind of gets glossed over. I, I'm sorry, it's kind of unfair for. I, I, I'm taking your side here. It's kind, it's kind of unfair because it gets glossed over in the history textbooks. Like, it's, Italy it's did unfair, nothing. <laughs> but if you think about it, Italy was kind of just the guy saying, "Hey, look at me." <laughs> Look at I, I they did they did uh, fight with the Austro-Hungarians yeah. Yeah, and like exactly. the Alps and stuff, um, but I mean, <laughs> I mean they're again no offense to the Italians out there but your role in the First World War was they were veterans after all yeah they respect respect you know for anyone who fought there right uh, but the their role was very minor it was very minor compared to like say the British and the French. Oh yeah. Right. The British and the French th- took the bulk of it. Or so we're told. <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> India. <laughs> yes, the colonial territories that got pulled into it too, right? So, so this person actually says, what if the French and British had enforced these claims and had given the Italians all they had wanted? I would imagine a world where their Italians had not flipped into fascism then being flipped by Hitler in hopes to make his fascist idol Mussolini the dictator. World War II events would fold out and Italy would gain Albania and Greece. Iberia perhaps? 
might be too ambitious. <laughs> in the end, they became somewhat equal to Germany, and in the very end, they would be a great power alongside UK, France, and Germany, instead of being a corrupt country today. <laughs> oh, no. that not, not my words. That's not my words. Wow. Wow. That Seven. sounds like some, uh, is he Italian? I want to know. Is he just hating him, uh, hating on his own, his own country? <laughs> I, I think he looks like he posts pictures from Rome, so I'm guessing he's Italian. <laughs> That's funny. Or maybe he's just a tourist. Who knows? Instead of being... <laughs> maybe he's just an Italian-American or Italian-Canadian. Could be, could be. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's like the, the stuff he says about um, the Italians, you know, the rise of fascism in Italy. I think he really gets that spot on because, you know, their resentment... Towards the Western democracies. Yeah. And Italy's role in the Second World War was bigger. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sort of. Not, 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 not even sort of. It was bigger it in, was... in the Second World War because they were like, they were part of the, you know, a big part of the Axis powers, right? You had Germany, Nazi Germany, who had Italy, and you had Japan. It's the Axis powers. I always find that funny that they actually had basically a war on two fronts, in a sense. Or three fronts. Three, essentially. <laughs> but, the, yeah. But yeah. Germany never fought in Japan more. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's not get ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really interesting when you look at World War One and you look at the sides in World War Two Because it's like Italy and Japan were on the Allied side. In the First World War. Like, yeah. Italy, Italy fought on the Allied side. Japan, they declared their support for Britain, and they did some minor fighting. But they just they, they just sat there, essentially, and did nothing <laughs> in the oh, First yeah. World War. Uh, but in the Second World War, it's like, we're part of the, you know, we're with Germany now. So <laughs> it's really interesting. Um, yeah. The Emperor, right? <laughs> but actually... Italy... <sighs> Sorry, go, go ahead. I'm tr- I'm trying to think how big of an impact you know had Italy gotten their agreed areas they would be a major player I mean because again you you're gaining all that territory right? yeah you're getting resources you're gaining colonial manpower that you can draw from and if you think about it yeah the reason why Germany actually looked to Hitler. Because uh, he was the, he was the guy that was saying, okay, listen, these guys they put us in debt. Yeah. Let's uh, rise up and uh, start our own fascist nation so we can beat them in their own game. Right, with, and he's like, system. he's like, I think his appeal was like, um, to the working class, the Aryan race, the Aryan race, and and just just um like. You know, just resentment towards um, like Britain and France. Like, yeah. You know, they they stunted us as a great. You know, they stunted us from growing as a great nation, sort of thing, right? Because yeah. their their resentment from the First World War was was it was still there. I I know for a fact Hitler did fight in the First World War. Oh yeah. He was there, yeah. and, right? And he you know he was sort of appealing to the people, like you know. I'm sure Benito Mussolini did too. Did he? Let me fact checking fact again. Check. <laughs> Sorry, we are very bad at this. We are not experts. Let's just double check, just in case. Just in case. But yeah, uh, Italy as a major power, 
how does the world look? How does World War Two look? Do they, I mean, they give, they get their demands, right? They get their countries. They're, they're not so resentful to the Allies. You know, they're all happy. Yeah. And fascism doesn't get its chance to sort of, you know, get a foothold. Right. And so the World War Two, I think mostly um, how it would affect the the world was that, you know, Italy doesn't side with the central powers in the Second World War. Well, not central powers, sorry. The Axis in the Second World War. Yeah. So you just have... Germany and Japan. Germany and Japan against the world. Because yeah. I know... I know um, Which, actually... It kind of happened when you think about it. You think about it, yeah. Because, yeah, uh, sorry, Italians. <laughs> Italy kind of floundered again. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever seen that 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 Pokemon? I think I sent it to you once. The Pokemon meme. Yeah. It's like it's Magic like uh, a Charizard, uh, Blastoise, and uh, Venusaur. The like, yeah. but in place of their faces, it's like the flags of uh, Germany, J- uh, Japan, and um, Italy. Yeah. And Italy's on Venusaur, and this like, oh, <laughs> the caption's like, "What's what's Italy doing?" And the reply's like, "His best." <laughs> hey. I was Venusaur. <laughs> Venusaur hate. No, it's the, it's not Venusaur. Well, it kind of is Venusaur hate because like, he's doing nothing. Wow. Get it. Get it. Again, sorry. No offense to the Italians out there. I mean, you're all veterans. We respect you. Yeah, but if you fought in the world. But 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 the thing is, yeah, um, they get all that territory, right? Which makes them a lot stronger too. Yeah, that's true. So. I mean, but but they will be fighting on the side of the out. Well, we don't know that for certain. I don't know. I'll have to look into the political sort of climate. A big part of a big part of that, like the guy said, was like you know that resentment towards the Western democracies yeah. over not getting that territory, right? But also Mussolini, he was actually trying to start a socialist uprising in Italy, sort of like what Hitler. Okay, let, let, let's 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 try it this way. Okay, let's say let's say Italy gets their territories, but but Mussolini co- still comes to power, and they side with Germany in World War Two. How much help does Germany have now? Because that, as we know, Germany was like their armies in in both world wars. They were like. You can make the argument that they were, like, the best military in the world. I'm no military expert, but I, I've i seen opinions. And You're you... really pushing the buttons about, uh, <laughs> against the Americans now. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they're, you know. Yeah, the, you know Germany, Germany. The, you, can, you can make the argument that, yeah, no, yeah. they were, they had the best military in the world. Yeah. And it, Italy gets those resources. They get, they get those countries. They get the manpower. How different... Does, you know what? What's interesting? One of my points was actually that the very thing I'm going to ask now. The Axis wins World War Two. What happens? <laughs> right? Oh. Wolfenstein. For anyone who's, who's played Wolfenstein. The, the super... United States. Oh. Right? What happens? Japan gets Hawaii. It's it's really it's more than one. It's really it's a really interesting topic, right? Because <laughs> exactly. you know we know how heinous the Nazi war crimes were, 
Yeah. And you know, and how crazy their ideology was, you know, like we're the pure race. Yeah. How much slaughter there would be. Do you think instead of Britain losing all their territory to like free states that Germany would take it all. German Germany would They take would it all. take it all. Yeah. Like they the Germans were so Which is kinda interesting because India Yeah is actually heritage to the Aryan race. Indo-Aryan. Ah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) How would Hitler see the Indians, though? I mean, they're they're brown skin, you know, not blonde hair, not blue eyes, right? I mean, he's infamous for, you know, walking out of the the Olympic Stadium when the, I forgot the American, Jesse Owens, Owens? I think it was, yeah, when he, when he was winning the, the sprinting event, one of the sprinting events. Yeah. Like, that that was, you know, the infamous moment where Hitler just got up and walked out, (laughs) right? So he, you know, we know he had a grudge against, well, not, not a grudge, but, you know, he had this hatred to all sort of non-Aryans, you know, even Jews, he hated Jews, and you got to think about the Holocaust too, right? How yeah. much worse would it have been? Would Israel even exist? Ex- I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so, right? Exactly. Because you know, Germ- Germany wins. They've taken France, right? That was you know they stormed France. The French, the French surrender. Hitler's in Paris. And what kind of agreements would Germany force the Allies to sign? Would I? Because I think Hitler. I haven't read his book Main Camp. I think it's actually banned in Canada. Is it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> I, I think I've been able to find it in bookstores. Uh, maybe not in the bookstore. Online. But, uh, maybe online. I, I'm pretty sure it's banned in Canada. You can't yeah. sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. I want to read it because <laughs> this guy. I want to see what the guy was saying, but. What I, what I understand about him was that he was kind of hell-bent on, you know, German superiority, taking over the world kind of thing. Like, you know, he gets, he, he wins, Hitler wins World War Two. the Germans win World War Two. He, well, what kind of agreements does he force the Allies to sign? Does he take all their territory from them? Does he take the colonial areas from Britain? You know, does he, does what, he... And this is an interesting... Ibn Saud. That going back to the last episode, mm. if the Axis powers win, do we even get Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia. That's a very interesting point. I don't think so. Unless Turkey didn't fight in the Second World War, they no. didn't get involved. But, but Saudi Arabia did. Saudi Arabia did. You know, North Africa. North Africa did too. Yeah. There, there was a whole front in in North Africa, right? Um, what I'm trying to think is, would Hitler, um, would he be friendly with the Turks, who were allies? Actually, I saw this image. Yeah. Hitler was shaking hands with, who was it? Let me, it was one of the Turkish rulers, rulers I'm going to say. But then again, like Hitler... Hitler had met like prior to the Second World yeah. War. Hitler like met like uh, yeah. Churchill, and I'm pretty, I think it was Churchill who actually complimented him, saying, "You know, he's a, he's a pretty he's a pretty cool guy," because that, exactly. that that was that was the thing about Hitler. He's, he was really charismatic, right? Yeah. He he could get people on his side. 
which is really important when you're when you're, when you're spreading you know your, your ideology to the people yeah, exactly <laughs> how much how many more Aryans would uh, take a look at this oh by the way we're on 50 minutes um, oh my god but um, wow just to end uh, Germany Turkey re- relations is there anything on it like how were their relations during the second world war Geopolitical Congress. After the outbreak of World War II in 1939, Turkish President Ismet Inonu. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Butcher that. <laughs> pursued a policy of neutrality, trying to avoid involvement in the war, and asked for military equipment delivered from both sides. For its part, Nazi Germany tried to draw Turkey away from Britain using diplomatic efforts. Mm. <laughs> hey guys, remember the First World War? Nudge, nudge. We were buddies back then. <laughs> we can be buddies now. You, you win. We give you Saudi Arabia. We give you everything. <laughs> we give you the. We make you the caliphate again, and we'll be the bestest of friends. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta think. That's what Hitler probably yeah. tries to do. Yeah. You know, you know, butter up the Turks like you can be this. You know, the caliphate again. You'll give you control of the Muslim world. Everything. One All thing that. though. Yep. I don't think they ever conquer Afghanistan. Whoever whoever wins. Whoever wins the graveyard of empires, right? <laughs> Afghanistan. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I don't know. But the Germans were, they were, like, again, they are like, not only were they one of the best militaries in the world, they were very advanced, you know, technologically advanced, scientifically advanced, right? Because as we know now, Following the the defeat of, look where all those scientists came from. Yep, ex- exactly, Einstein. exactly. That's 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 the point I was trying to get to, right? All the scientists were pulled from Nazi Germany, taken to the states, and yeah. helped the states really advance. And you know how how much more powerful would the Nazis be? You know, had they won? You know, had they kept their scientists? Had they kept their experiments? Because they were experimenting with like with like missile technology and advanced assault rifles and and helicopters too. Yeah. I've seen. Right, they were crazy. Like uh, Wolfenstein is a pretty good. Um, oh, yeah. It's not. It's not accurate. It's, it's, it definitely it's, isn't accurate. It's, it's not. I mean, it's like the Germans have like lasers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's a really fun game. Really. And it's but it's really interesting. Like how advanced would the Germans be? You know, had they kept all their technology. Ooh, right. And also, if the Axis powers won, Japan. So, good point. Oh. Japan gets... What does Japan get? They get stripped of all their military... Um, not powers, but like... They're not allowed to have a... Um, aggressing force. Non-aggression pact. Japan? They, yeah. They're only allowed to have like enough to defend themselves. But but that's that's when they lost, right? Yeah, when they lost. Yeah, like, so if they, if they, they win, won, yeah, if they, <laughs> if the Axis wins, what does Japan get? Instead of Honda, we get Japanese tanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. That was... Japanese tanks. Yes. Robotic. Yes. Oh my god, interruption. Perfect, perfect time to end it here, though. <laughs> uh, yes, so uh, this has been the third episode of the every cast i'm sorry we have to cut it so short you're at 55 minutes yes we're at 55 minutes so um hope to we hope hope to we hope you enjoyed this episode please uh to the audience yes like rate subscribe comment and uh good night good night